For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Iowa, and welcome to the AP Top 3. 5-0. 5-0 AP Top 3, a 51-14 to win over Maryland, our second Big Ten opponent. Not too shabby. Yeah, how are you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. Good. You know, uh, around the Big Ten, it's all good. Yeah. We have four of the top 10, and Michigan State is 11. So we almost have half of the top 10 in the country right now, in the Big Ten. OSEC, Big Ten. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. And we were talking about this the other day, actually. And um, I, I, what I had said was, I think it's a testament to Kirk Ferentz and the staff at how we had such a weird year last year. Everything was, I don't want to say everything was up there in the offseason, but I know the offseason was a little bit different in terms of testing and all of these kind of things. Um, and that seeing them succeed at the level that they are right now is a testament to, like I said, KF and the staff and how they have this like incredible foundation built. Yeah, and they can just kind of lean on it, you know? And it's like, you know what? Obstacles come our way. Maybe there's a couple, couple uh, wrinkles, as you would say, <laughs> that come along. But um, but it doesn't matter because they have such a strong twenty-something year foundation that that um, you know, allows them to to succeed like they are. Yeah, I mean it's well, it's the Iowa way, like you said, to build a foundation and you go out there and you execute. Now, one thing I will say is, out of those five Big Ten teams that are in the top eleven, four are in the East. Mm. We are the <laughs> we're the only one on the West. Interesting. Well, and I had asked you that too. I was like, so who? the competition in honestly the nebraska looked good against northwestern oh. but outside of that and that's more a testament to how their defense has been playing lately i mean their defense played really well against michigan state held them to i think it was 34 yards in the second half no first downs and michigan state still wins that game the black shirts stop it i know you hate what i say i absolutely hate it why do you hate it so much i i just don't want to hear about it okay we we wear black i will wear black hey so does maryland they wore black too. Iowa I was State. like, guys, come on. Yeah, was it Barstool Hawkeyes was like, another team has already tried this before <laughs> yeah. the game. And they also Oof. got beat by double digits. Yeah, just a little note to the rest of our, our opponents. Stop it. Stop wearing our colors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. What would you say? Would you call this, like I said, 51 to 14, would you call it a dominant win? Would you? Would, is that what you would categorize it as? Yes. I mean, yes. they went out and they played really well. Offense played well. Defense played well. Special teams did what they had to do. But as with everything, you can always continue to get better. You know, I always talk, I talked about Cope. Uh, I think it was Cope. 
said, you know, we got to coach against perfection. So how could you have done this route or this concept 100% versus 98%? Mm. You know, and it's it's those little things that really take a good team to a great team. I think that's what they're going to continue to do. Um, the reason I asked that is in Cavs post-game press conference. I always get tripped up on those words for some reason. Just too many Ps. Anyway, he... Um, he was asked if he thought it was a dominant performance, and he said he would not categorize it as that. And I think it's probably the same reason that you said of, well, you can always get better. Ugh, you guys all say the same things. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why that's why the team plays at a high level. If, they, if you all believe the same thing or you buy into the same thing and you all have that kind of same vision, you have a common goal, it's a lot easier. You don't have guys pulling, like let's say you're playing tug-of-war. And you have 11 guys on the field pulling their same direction. That's going to be a lot better than one guy pulling to the left, one guy pulling to the right, and the other nine pulling straight back. Mm. You need them all pulling in the same direction. When there's a common goal, that's typically the Iowa uh, verbiage is you want to have a common goal and go out there and execute. Well, you say this, I think, pretty much every week when we talk about your three keys to the game, maybe. I don't know. You've mentioned it a million times. Um, that a fun team is a scary team. And from what I can see and from what I'm watching, this is an extremely fun team, especially on the defensive side. 100%. Riley Moss has so much juice. <laughs> like He <laughs> just looks like he's having the time of his life all of the time. For sure. And that's that's part of it. That's absolutely part of it. I mean, uh, when the twos were in late in the game, uh, I think they tried to throw a deep ball. I can't remember who they were throwing it to, but it was on the Iowa sideline. And unfortunately, we didn't make the catch, but all the DBs were standing right there and they're like all getting hyped because they thought he caught it. And mm. then unfortunately, it bounced out. So like they were, you know, ah, you know, but I mean, we're always into it. And that's the thing. A fun team is scary. Scary, scary. Do you think they had a home field advantage? That was one thing that we had talked about. This is only our it's only our second road game, right, of this season? Yeah. Yeah, because we played Iowa State really um, volatile, right? That's incredible. the right term. It's an incredible atmosphere. Yeah. Is volatile a good – is that the right term? Yeah, I mean, they scream obscenities on you on the way in. You could probably say it's volatile. Okay. Um, you know what? Iowa State, and then we go to Maryland, and night game, Friday night – all eyes on you kind of thing, right? Um, yeah, I think there are only like four or five games on at all on mm -hmm. Fridays. Yeah, so what do you think? Did uh, did they have the home field advantage? If they did, they were gone early. <laughs> the thing <laughs> is, know. we were down 3-7 going into the second quarter. I know. Granted, we were right knocking on the door to go score, but either way. Yeah, you know. but what I, from what I heard, obviously we weren't there. But from what I heard, and actually um, Coach Ferentz did, um, mentioned this as well, that there were a lot of Hawkeyes there. He's like, I don't know why so many fans were there, but like, obviously he appreciated it, but like, there must just be a lot of Hawkeye fans that live on the East Coast. Well, when we were flying out to Colorado, um, one of the attendants there was asking us if we were going out to Maryland, and mm -hmm. we were like, no. And uh, he's like, oh, well, we've had a ton of people come through, and they were just going to spend the week out there before going to the game. So shout out to you if you spent the week in Maryland, and then, <laughs> or spent the week in D.C., and then went to the game. Yeah, it's a good destination, though, if you can go in anywhere. Yeah, I don't know the rules out there. I feel like they're a little more stringent. Um, let's talk offense. But first, I want to talk about some cheese. Surprise cheese. <laughs> Always. <laughs> um, if you guys haven't checked it out already, I mention it on every single podcast. Galena River Wine and Cheese. Today, Matt was driving to Anamosa. <laughs> he was like, is Galena River Wine and Cheese near Anamosa? I was like, no, but... I appreciate you 
Well, I would have stopped in. That's <laughs> the thing. The I would have stopped in and grabbed you some. It would have been double surprise cheese. Mm-hmm. That's right. But uh, I am a part of their Cheese of the Month Club. It's fantastic. They send you three to four different cheeses every single month right to your doorstep. You guys got to check it out. They've got a ton of stuff on their website. Um, ship it right to your door. Take it to your tailgate, family party, whatever it might be. GalenaRiverWineAndCheese.com. Offense, Spencer Petrus. Let's talk about it. 21 of 30, 259 yards, three touchdowns, and two rushing touchdowns. Can we just stop the Spencer hate now? No. Can people stop talking about, we don't know if he's the guy. When are we going to see it? No, this is the dude. And I'm not saying like, this is the guy. He's going to win the Heisman. I mean, those are Heisman type numbers. Five touchdowns is pretty good. But like, let's let's let him roll with the offense. Now he's starting getting in a rhythm. He's got new weapons that, uh, you know, showed up mm. over the last couple of weeks. Like he's starting to really feel the offense and now... We're gelling a little bit. The reason I said no when you asked if we're going to stop the Spencer Hayes because I just know that there's always somebody. It's it's never going <laughs> to be happening. Um, Tyler Goodson, nineteen carries for sixty six yards. I want to just like look at that really quick. Two hundred and fifty nine yards from our quarterback. Nineteen carries, sixty six yards from our running back. Those are not typical Iowa numbers for a game. Am I wrong? Uh, no, you're right. However, Goodson also had like 80-some receiving yards. So if you take 80 yards of Spencer's and give it to Tyler, that's more accurate of how kind of the game went there at the end. Well, yeah, I'm talking about like rushing but yards. But through the air and on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely a little more efficient through the air right now, mm-hmm. which, as you just said, is not common. But it's been more of like a, I call this the resurgence of the receivers, kind of. Okay. Kind of because we still are leaving plays out there. Because there was a, uh, right away in the first quarter, um, Nico almost could have made the exact same catch he did last time, but he actually made it easier on himself by staying on the, on the uh, it was the corner route, and he goes right off his hands. Like, mm-hmm. that's a t- like, you know what I mean? Like, being consistent makes you a good team and a great team. And then later on, Tyrone Tracy has one where it's a quick slant, and he goes, I think he had an opportunity to catch it, but he almost like tried to hit the DB one more time, so his hands weren't ready. Mm. He was he was messing with the DB, and then when he come back, uh, his hands weren't ready for the ball. But like those little things in terms of consistency will take this receiving core over the top. There was one play I wanted to talk about. Um, so Charlie Jones had another great game um, in terms of kind of being everywhere. He made a phenomenal catch over the shoulder, it's just fading over him. He's falling. It's really hard to track that ball really hard if you look at most over the shoulder catches like photos when the ball hits their hands their eyes are still up in the air Hmm. it's not actually on the ball because you can't track it yeah i've noticed that it's it's very it's it's very hard to do that so um anyway he makes a phenomenal catch i'm going to back it up to the first quarter he runs an out route i think it was first and 10 it might have been our first or second drive uh he's on the left side of the of uh of the uh, screen Spencer's throwing to his left and uh, he's got an out he's got a 10 yard out so he runs vertically boom sticks his foot in the ground has a chance to outside the problem is the DB had outside leverage and if you're going to run outside you have to find a way to make up that leverage because if you just try to break out on a DB that's already outside of you he'll beat you to the spot Mm -hmm. so that's almost something that on the release you try to get head up on him and then make a move at the top and go or you kind of run your out at an angle to try and eat up that leverage so you have an opportunity to give Spencer a spot to put the ball 
But if you're running out and he's already out, it's really tough for Spencer to find a spot to put that ball. But Spencer's also thinking on that particular route, it's a rhythm. So he's thinking, boom, 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 get his steps. And as soon as he hits that hitch, boom, ball's out. He's not thinking about anything else. It's a rhythm throw. And so that kind of thing there is what's kind of, you know, those little things, I think, you talk about coach against perfection. Those little things can really make sure that they're always clicking on on, a, on all cylinders. But then I talked about the young guys, Arlen Bruce, obviously Keegan Johnson last week, but Arlen Bruce this week, uh, we get him involved early. He's got a little quick screen, boop, boop, 10 yards. Has his first career touchdown. Shout out to Arlen Bruce. Um, starting to see him involved a little bit more. So that's two people, two weeks in a row, first career touchdowns. Tell me about a first career touchdown. What's going through your head right after? Well, no, no, no. Back it up. When they when they call the play and you know there's a potential for you to score and you're a freshman or whatever, and this could be your first your first TD, what's going through your head? Are you scared? Are you nervous? I'm, I'm nervous talking about it. So mine was in the Tax Slayer Bowl. We were down by like 90. Oops. And um, I caught it. It was uh, fantastic. I love the play call. Um, I'm not going to like actually say the play name, but essentially I had a corner. We were a bunch formation. I was the inside receiver and I had a corner. And normally the guy who plays me is inside leverage and I have to beat him to the corner. Well, he's already inside, so I've already beaten him on leverage. Mm. So all I have to do is keep him on the inside before I make my break. CJ is going to lead it. Uh, so I ended up catching it, get two feet down, whatever. And like, I think I hit Kanziri or no, it might've been Jordan Walsh actually came up and like, you know, kind of did a side bump with me or whatever. Um, but yeah, I was nervous, but I was also, we were also getting whooped. So I didn't really know how to feel. <laughs> like if like, I drop this, no harm, no foul. It's well, it's fine. Not, well, Keegan Johnson was the first touchdown of the game. Arlen Bruce was another early touchdown. So like they were involved. <laughs> we we were getting whooped. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, good job. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You had a, that same kind of thing happened in the Rose Bowl, but we won't talk about that. Yeah. Like I scored, but again, we were down by like 40. No, don't get me wrong. It's really cool. Yeah. But it's like. Dang, mm-hmm. <laughs> we should could have done this a little earlier. So back to my question, like, how does it feel for those guys now that they scored their first career touchdown, got their feet wet a little bit? Dope. Okay, that's all <laughs> I needed. Um, okay, continue. Anything else you want to say about the receivers? I feel like I interrupted you. It's just about being consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Sam Laporta caught a lot of passes, um, which is good. We need to continue to get him involved. Uh, but as I talked about with Tyler Goodson, he's becoming an issue as a receiver. It, it, they would go man-to-man, but it's really tough to play good to one-on-one. He caused a seam ball up the middle, great ball by Spencer to beat the safety and give Tyler an opportunity to run with it after. But then his touchdown later on, just a little angle route, boop, boop, make a quick move on the linebacker who's not going to stay with Tyler Goodson, who's running full speed, and uh, hits him on the run. So I think that adds another dimension. Uh, if teams are going to try and put a linebacker on Tyler Goodson one-on-one, I'm taking Tyler Goodson. And with the way that Spencer's spinning the ball right now, I feel really comfortable about where we're at throwing the football. Throwing the football. Ayo. <laughs> that is, and uh, I'm biased and I love it. Well, that's not something that Maryland was uh, too great at. No. <laughs> Whoops. Let's talk about our defense. But first, I want to mention, uh, can you pronounce his first name for me? I'm pretty sure it's Talia or Tal- Talia. Yo, man. Talia Tagavaloa. <laughs> Hey, you spelled, you said his last name correctly. Got it. Uh, 16 to 29, 157 yards, two touchdowns, but five interceptions. So really, he completed five more passes. Mm, just to the wrong person. Just to us. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Um, another funny thing I saw, Twitter, of course, the land of everything that's terrible and also a little bit funny, um, was a meme. Instead of Tagovailoa, it was turn the ball over. <laughs> <laughs> 
I felt so bad for him too. I mean, he's on you the know. sideline. He's he's down about himself, but that's what happens when you go against a really good defense. Right. Um, I also want to throw this out there really quick. Their receiver, Dante Demas Jr., feel awful. Terrible. Awful for that um, that injury. Up-and-coming star, was mm-hmm. really coming into his own, um, and it looked really bad. It did look really bad. Hopefully it looked worse than it actually is. I haven't heard anything. Have you seen anything? I have not. And today is Sunday, so... I guess we shall see, but um, thoughts and prayers go out to him and, and to his family and, and all of that. I know that's not easy as a family member to to watch somebody go down like that. So. Agreed. I'll, I'll echo that same thing. We're, th- we're thinking about him and his family and, and uh, hopefully a, a speedy recovery. Definitely. Let's, uh, let's continue with the defensive side of the ball, though. Um, on the same topic of their quarterback... He was also their leading rusher. Did you know that? I did not. 24 yards and four carries. <sighs> That's wild. <laughs> Let's talk about defense. What did you see? What did you like? Yeah, it was another dominating performance. Uh, six turnovers, which one was special teams. And obviously that was the uh, Dante's play. Um, but five turnovers just goes to show that we're always in the right place. Two of those passes, I didn't know where Tuckavaloa was throwing the football. One of them went right to Riley Moss. And the other one went, um, it was a tip ball. Dane was all over the crossing route and he still threw it. Like Dane had leverage and he still tried to throw it past Dane. I, I didn't quite understand the um, the uh, decision on Tagovailoa's part, but our defense is always ready. And, you know, I looked up an interesting stat. Three out of the last four years, we've had more interceptions than passing touchdowns allowed. Wow. So pop quiz this year, do you know how many interceptions we have? 12? 12 interceptions. Well done. Do you know how many passing touchdowns we've allowed? Five. So we're plus seven. Wow. Already. Insane. Over five games. Over five games we've allowed, that's averaging for those math whizzes, that's averaging only one touchdown a game and over two interceptions per game. Wow. That's incredible. When you when you put it that way, absolutely. I mean, we talk about it, ball hawks and and getting hands up. Jack Campbell is a big body in there. Gets a tip ball. Jack Kerner with the interception needs better ball security. Can't fumble after the interception. <laughs> but either way, I mean, dominant defense performance all around. And I mean, that's what we've come to expect. And that's shout out to Coach Parker getting everybody ready every single week, and and it's showing up. I would say on Saturdays, but on Fridays, too. (laughs) On Fridays, too. (laughs) Let's get to our unsung heroes of the game. But before we do that, and kind of, you know, a way that you're an unsung hero sometimes is when somebody on your team, on the Bales team, can't be there, but you can be. So you very lovingly fill in for them. That is the benefit of going with a team over just a single uh, realtor. So tell me a little about the Bales team, Matt. Absolutely. There's six of us. Um... We're available almost all the time, like uh, like Laura just said. So we were out in Colorado, um, which didn't turn out to be a fantastic trip. We can get into that. But either way, we were out in Colorado, so I wasn't available. And, um, you know, anybody on the team would have been able to step in and, and help me out had I needed it. Um, and vice versa. If anybody of them are out, you know, there's five others that can help out. Not only that, but we do it all from residential to commercial to whether you're, you know, doing a condo, doing an acreage, doing a lot, doing a multifamily it doesn't matter we've had somebody that's gone through it and that's why that's how we can help you uh, check us out on urbanacres.com you can google bing ask jeeves 
Dogpile, I think, is one. Any search engine, just search the Bales team, and uh, we look forward to helping you. Unsung heroes, let's get into it. I'm going to let you go first. Uh, so my unsung hero, which kind of is a hero, but mm-hmm. at the same time it's not, Spencer Petrus's legs. You, like... Like you like the way that I was going to wait for you to finish it. (laughs) No. So we actually ran like this bootleg. Well, first of all, he ran for two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. I think by now we're the best at QB sneaks. (laughs) If we're not, we got to be like top three. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, his ability to roll out. I think we we had to have run it at least five or six times. Uh, Laporta caught it a few times. Uh, Tyrone Tracy caught it for a touchdown. Just a quick little bootleg, and uh, whoever is sitting on the backside, it looks like a seal block, which a seal block is, let's say, you're running to the right, um, and you've got a tight end on the right. The The lineman on the left will go to the right as well and not block that defensive end. But the tight end on the right is going to go back across the play to block that tight to block that end from defense. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you're still blocking everybody, but it just looks different to the defense with how they come off the ball and everything. So that allows um, you know your guy to go. So we do the same thing. A lot of offensive stuff. Just a side note: a lot of offensive stuff is actually meant to set up other plays. We talk about the uh, we had a few trick plays. Well, it's because we've run the tunnel screen. We ran it twice against Colorado State. We ran it earlier in the game against, or excuse me, we ran it twice against Kent State earlier in the game against Colorado State, and then we set them up for the fake where Laporta has a wide open touchdown. So the fact that we continue to run outside zone with a seal, with a seal block, now we come back and we do the bootleg and we hit them. And a lot of defenses will come up and try to hit Spencer. And that's great because now the tight end's all by himself. There's nobody for him. And actually, that's when bigger plays can happen. So um, Spencer Peters legs with the two touchdowns, but then also just making those easy throws. You know, obviously, Coach uh, Coach Brian saw something that allowed that play to continue to be effective. And it was every single time we ran it. So uh, shout out to that, making sure easy plays happen. And, you know, 8 to 10 to 12 yards every single time isn't too bad. And being able to throw on the run is also really good. Okay, here's mine. I have two unsung heroes, both for the same reason, though. Love it. Okay. Um, Luke Lachey and Mason Richmond. Okay. Those are my two unsung heroes. Talk to me about it. They both had fantastic, as you would say, phenomenal. You love that word. Yeah, I feel like I use that a bit much. You do. Um, Pancake blocks. Okay. Yeah. Serving up some flapjacks. I feel like it's a very Iowa thing. Right? For sure. And we like to see it. Um, Luke Lachey ran the guy out of bounds. I'm pretty sure I saw it on Twitter, too. Somebody, like, reposted it. Okay, Barstool Hawkeyes or whatever it is. Um, put Reposted it. And it's fantastic. Did it's, you see the caption on that, too? No, what it was, was like, it? that man has a family. What does that mean? It's like, you can't do that to him. He has oh, a family. I thought you meant, like, Luke Lachey has a family. <laughs> I was like, like, that they support him? No, no, no. In no, what no. he's doing, that's why he's doing it? Okay. Got it. <laughs> That's yes. funny, though. Yeah. Oh, that makes me a little bit sad. Anyway, um, ran the guy out of bounds. And, um, it was actually for... off of i uh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep interrupting. Yeah, it's fine. You did this one time, other time with the unsung hero Well, you thing. did it to me. So Anyway, and... he allowed a pass play to Laborda, So Well, so it was actually that bootleg. It was off of a bootleg, and mm. Luke Lachey made that block. Great. Okay. Thank you for that. And then my other one, Mason Richmond, also had a uh, a nice pancake. And that was actually a, a run play from Goodson and opened up a 
massive wide lane for Goodson to run right through. Um, so those were my two unsung heroes, both for the same reason, but good reasons and fun reasons. If you haven't seen those plays and, and watched those, you should go back and watch. They're pretty good. Always good. Always good for some breakfast. Yeah. Um, here we go. This is a big week. I'm starting to get starting to get a little bit nervous. I've heard that this is um, Iowa City is going to be the epicenter of college football. Did you hear that? No, because college game day. Did you see where they're going? No, where? The Red River rivalry. What's that? Oklahoma and Texas. Oklahoma's ranked like sixth or seventh. I don't think Texas is ranked. Uh, that's funny. Well, I'm going to tell you why. Because actually, I don't know that this is a fact, but, but you know. Foxes, I can, I don't know what it is. Big noon. Day. I think it's just big noon kickoff. Big noon kickoff. But I like big nooner. Big nooner is going to be in <laughs> Iowa City, and after they both showed up to uh, to Soldier Field, <laughs> um, but after they both showed up to Soldier Field uh, a couple weeks back, Notre Dame, Wisconsin, I think um, they're trying to be on the same page now, and I think this is actually going to set up a little bit of a. Uh, a little wrinkle. I keep saying that. But I think this is actually going to set up a little bit of a um, complication or kind of a change in communication for game day because they usually wait a really long time to announce where they're going. And now that Big Nooner <laughs> um, <laughs> announces it a lot earlier, I think game day is going to have to like try to beat them to it, you know? Kind of interesting that college game day has competition. I know. Which do they actually? I feel like college game day is like you just automatically turn it on. Who turns on Big Nooner? <laughs> I can't take myself <laughs> seriously when I say that. <laughs> I really like. I really like that. Um, I mean, there. Chris Hassel loves Big Nooner. He does. Yeah, he tweeted about it. He said, "Don't underestimate <laughs> Big Nooner." <laughs> no, he said, "Don't don't underestimate Big Noon kickoff." Just because game day is not in Iowa City doesn't mean it won't be great or something like that. That's paraphrasing quite frankly as kf would say it doesn't matter who's there it, it could be nobody i really hope they're not at the pentacrest they're at the pentacrest it's just this a long true. way it's a very long walk but i don't think that we're like out out where kinnick is i just don't think it's set up for that big of a production just that area just isn't big enough but unless you did it like in the um oh kfp oh near the nile kinnick statue i don't know if there's any way that they could fit in there but I'm, i feel like that would know. be like the best spot to do it maybe but i they like the scenery too you know they'll have the capitol building in the back that's true that's Old true capitol building whatever you want to call it um number three versus number four. Oh my gosh i'm getting excited just thinking about it talking about it it's gonna be so much fun it's gonna turn into a night game real quick 3 p.m kickoff which i know everybody was upset about but there's no need no need to be mad it's gonna be so great weather's gonna be fantastic as of now it's gonna be fun I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good game. I'm I'm curious. Penn State looked pretty good against Indiana, um, so but we also look pretty good against Indiana. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's at Penn State. They had all of the home field advantage, um, and I know Kinnick is a pretty difficult place to to play. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But I think that's about it for our football talk. Um, Penn State this weekend. Everyone's excited. Iowa City is going to be buzzing this week. I'm so pumped. I think it's going to be a... Uh, I mean, obviously, we'll dive into it a little bit more as we move forward. But I think special teams... And don't get me wrong. like 
The special teams did great last game. Caleb Shudak went out there and made every, made every field goal in PAT that we asked of him. But I think special teams are going to play a bigger role in this game. I think field position is going to be pretty big. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's talk about that more in our preview. Make sure you guys are tuning in for that um, on Friday. We will be back. And as Matt alluded to, if you're still here and still listening, our Colorado trip was not the best. I was there for work. Long story short. <laughs> I got altitude sick Matt really bad. got really bad altitude sickness. We had to leave early. And... Uh, yeah, it was a whole thing. So <laughs> rough one for the Vandenbergs. We took a giant L over yeah. the weekend. Yeah, you know, today was supposed to be a get right day. <laughs> it was a get right day in the Vandenberg house. Um, we will see you guys back here on Friday. Penn State, let's roll. Go Hawks. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.